Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get in the zone with the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al Zane and Brian. Offensive tackle. Number one, Trent Williams to the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, buddy. Number two, Laramie Tunsil. Three is yep. Tristan Wirfs. Four, Lane Johnson. Uh, he of the always false starts. <laughs> <laughs> but for real. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, oh my he's, God. he's a terrific player. He, he may get he off is. a second he before is. everybody else, but he's, he's a great player. Uh, for the Eagles, Jordan, I'm going to screw up this name. Mailata. Mailata. Penny Sewell. Penny Sewell. For the mm-hmm. Lions, Andrew Thomas for the Giants. The seven, Rashawn Slater comes in at eight. Uh, Christian Derisoff for the Vikings comes in at nine. And Colton Miller at 10 for oh, oh, the Raiders. Now, Trent Williams. Trent Williams, Brian. Only yeah. six tackle, tackles since the AFL-NFL merger in 1970 have earned multiple first-team All-Pros after 30. It's Walter Jones, Anthony Munoz, Andrew Whitworth, Joe Thomas, Willie Rofe, and, and Williams. Um, and about 80%, yeah, as, as Trent Williams will be, and about 80% of the voters who did this uh, had Williams first. So, again, massive respect for him across the league. He, he is the best tackle. It was a great trade for the Niners who traded at the time um, it was 2020. They traded a fifth round pick that year and a 2021 third round selection. Now yep. they had to pay him big bucks, sure. but it's fine. Sure. Left tackle is one of the positions you, you want to pay big money for. Yeah. It's been a phenomenal trade and signing for them. And Trent Williams continues to right now defy age and, and still be the best tackle in the NFL. I mean, the dude is a freak. Like if, he, if, if we're being just like blunt about it, he is an absolute physical freak in terms of what he can do on the football field for his size, for his age. Um, and it, it's, it's, there's just no argument that he is the best tackle in the NFL. What I think is interesting, by the way, is two of the top four, Lane Johnson and Tristan Wirfs, are right tackles, which is a, you know a conversation to be had at a later time. But I, I think we're starting to get away from you just put your best tackle at left tackle and then figure right tackle out uh, because right tackle is starting to become just as important as left tackle because mm-hmm. you are starting to see more teams have one, have one like superstar pass rusher, but also a really good one on the other side. And a lot of teams are starting to flip that superstar and, and have them rush against the right tackle. So, you know, right tackle is no longer the, you know, the stepbrother of left tackle. Um, and you know, and especially if you have a left-handed quarterback, like they do in Miami, but, um, yeah, Trent Williams, you know, it was interesting. Somebody, uh, somebody posted, I, I think it was Steph Sanchez, uh, who does a, uh, podcast with Jason Aponte called bully ball. It's really good if you guys haven't checked it out, but, uh, she posted uh, or she quote tweeted 
somebody had posted a photo of uh, Deion Sanders and Jerry Rice standing on the sideline talking to each other, those 94 throwbacks, um, and said, basically, like, is there anybody on the current 49ers where we could be in awe of, you know, those two sharing the field together? Because it's two of the, it's the greatest wide receiver of all time and arguably the greatest cornerback of all time on the same team together, which is wild. And, uh, you know, a lot of people were like, well, no, because those are Hall of Famers and greatest of all time at their position. But I did I did submit my my thought for, uh, wow, I can't believe they shared the same field together. And that was I called it the bear and the and the silverback. And that was Nick Bosa and, and Trent Williams. It's it's quite wild to have the best left tackle in the NFL and the best defensive end in the NFL sharing the field together practicing against each other making each other better you know i yeah. think that's that's largely why both of them are are as good as they are because iron sharpens iron right i know it's a cliche but that's that's totally true and and like i said to be a fan of this team in this moment to have them both on the same team is is pretty exciting interior linemen next up and i wasn't expecting the niners to have anyone here they don't no. not honorable mention not also receiving votes nothing but the top 10 was zach martin for the Cowboys, uh, mm -hmm. Joe Joe Tooney for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Quentin mm -hmm. Nelson, El Elgin Jenkins for the Packers, mm -hmm. Joe Batonio for Cleveland Browns, mm -hmm. Jason Kelsey for the Eagles, Chris Lindstrom for the Falcons, Creed Humphrey, eight for the Chiefs, Brandon Scherf, nine for the Jags, Frank Ragnall, uh, 10 for the Lions. And the Niners yep. here, look, they had three guys who were basically in the first year of starting. Yeah. Burford and Aaron Banks and maybe maybe Banks can maybe maybe who knows maybe sure. get get a but you know what um the big thing with that group is just that they they keep getting better that Burford can take the yes. next step because he was splitting time last year with Brunskill um mm -hmm. and the three of them can maybe be the interior for a few years here that's that's what y'all they're not high end guys they're not elite guys they're not blue chip guys but if they're good enough for the system great and that's the hope that they can continue to be. You know, and the and the 49ers don't, I mean, outside of that Aaron Banks pick, which was was actually quite shocking at the time, to be perfectly mm -hmm. honest. I think a lot of people were like, wait, what? You drafted a guard in the second round? But for the most part, the 49ers don't tend to just uh, to draft interior offensive linemen. They draft offensive linemen that can plug in anywhere along the line. That's what they look for. And so you get guys like Spencer Burford who played all along the line at UTSA and you get uh, Colton McKivitz who plays, can play tackle, but also play, can play guard. And, you know, you get, uh, you get guys like um, Nick Zakel, who they're, I think, grooming to play all five positions, right? Center mm -hmm. guard and tackle, you know, so I, I don't know that if, if, if versatility is, the hallmark of what you look for in an offensive lineman. I don't know that they'll ever have a holy shit. This guy is incredible interior offensive lineman just because those guys tend to be, you know, the Quentin Nelson's of the world, right. Who are just absolute maulers, but aren't going to go anywhere, but the interior of the line and, and the 49ers don't, don't look for that. So, you know, could Burford or Banks, develop into one of those guys sure um but i don't know that i don't know that they will and i also don't know that it is imperative that they do 
for this team to continue to be successful. If they are as good on the interior as they were last year, they're going to be fine. But you would argue that they should be better because this is the second year now. And Banks and uh, um, I just lost Burper. his name. No, Burper. the center. The center. Um, uh, Brendel. Brendel. Brendel, thank you. Uh, Banks and Brendel played uh, all, all games last year. And then Burford, like you said, was rotating in and out, uh, but still played a lot. So uh, the fact that they've got their second year together as a, as a unit, um, you know, I think that's important. And, and like I said, you should see play similar to last year, if not better. And if that's the case, then, then we're really cooking with gas. And the only question now becomes right tackle with Colton Kivitz. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now for the quarterback position obviously two guys with nine career starts between them were not going to appear anywhere oh they didn't they didn't place on the top 10 but you know still weird weird we talk about the niners quarterbacks (laughs) right um but no um it's still an interesting list to go through. Um, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is number one and should be with a with a bullet. Yes. Um, I, I'm trying to see how many, what his percentage was of votes. I don't know if it says it, but I can't imagine. Anybody it's got to be 100. <laughs> I mean, who's, who's, who's not putting oh, Patrick Mahomes first? Somebody put Joe Burrow first, it looks like. Oh, okay. Uh, his highest ranking was one. Well, that's Josh, the Cincinnati GM. <laughs> Josh Allen's highest ranking was one, too. I don't know. So I guess a few people. Are, Wild. Yeah. Wow. Patrick Mahomes is is in the class of, by himself. Yeah. And then Joe Burrow at number two, which sounds good to me. Um, Josh Allen at number three. Aaron Rodgers came in at number four, which tells me a lot of people in the league think that he really was hurt last year and that finger really was bothering him. Yeah. He's going to come back and be where he was. And I don't know that I disagree with that. They, they probably will be right about that. Well, let's face it. Last year, he was coming off two straight MVPs. So, yeah. Yeah, I just think I mean, he, he was a lot of it had to do with injury last year. Mm-hmm. You know, your thumb is messed up. It's hard to throw a football. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Herbert's at five. Jalen Hurts is at six. Lamar is seven. Trevor Lawrence is eight. Wow. That's in whatever order you want to put it. I think that's the top eight. I, I really do. Dak Prescott, who I'm starting to think might be a little bit on the overrated side, um, comes in at nine. Matthew Stafford at 10. Not based on last year, but if you're, again, assuming sure. he's healthy, I don't disagree with putting him in the top 10. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. 
And then I'll throw some honorable mentions out there just because, again, it's quarterback. It's it's interesting. Deshaun Watson. I don't know how you can put him anywhere right now. No. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Sure. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff. Okay. Derek Carr. This is the state of the quarterbacks. These guys are, you know, yeah. to, to uh, all those people make sense for honorable mentions. So it's where you are. Other people who received votes were Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, Justin Fields. So you really have right now, assuming <laughs> – where you want to put Matthew Stafford, if you want to say he's done, and you want to say Trevor Lawrence is ascending into eight, but there's really, to me, only surefire seven guys right now. And it was the first seven on that list. So the quarterback position, it's mostly on the AFC. But yep. yeah, I, yeah. Use I, I still there. think I still think Kirk belongs in the top 10 just based on performance. I know, you know, I know 49er fans are uh, extremely hard on, on Kirk. Um, have you watched any of Netflix's, uh, the quarterback? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm on episode four. It's terrific. And and, and you see a lot of what they go through the Mm -hmm. injuries and Mm -hmm. mental side of it. And yeah, Kirk cousins, I don't know that you're ever going to win a super bowl with him, but you could do a hell of a lot worse than him. And if you told me he was a top 10 quarterback, you know who I I, I, argue it when you really look at all those names. Yeah. I legitimately think Kyle Shanahan could win a Super Bowl with with Kirk Cousins. Kyle Shanahan. I, think so too. Could. I don't know that I don't know that anyone else could, but I do think that Kyle Shanahan could. Uh, maybe Sean McVay. I think I think Kirk Cousins yeah. could step in and I think if I think if if Kirk Cousins was the quarterback in 2021 when the when the Rams went to the Super Bowl, I still think they could have probably won it. Um maybe Stafford too. Stafford had yeah, st- well yeah, if if Kirk Cousins was the quarterback in San Francisco in 2019, I think they would have won that Super Bowl. Yeah, like I said, Kirk Cousins gets a hard time, and and a lot of it just has to do with his personality. I mean, it it he's it's literally it's like him and Philip Rivers are just dads playing quarterback, right? Like that's yeah. what they are, you know. Just like you know, they even brought it up in that first episode the the shirt that he wore on uh, for the first game, and he's like, mm-hmm. my wife, he's like, my wife dresses me she picks out all my clothes i don't want to expend any mental energy thinking about that i only want to think about football and that's where it's like that kind of player in the right environment can really succeed and and he has to a certain extent his his big knock is he does shrink in the in the spotlight and Mm -hmm. would that happen with kyle shanahan hard to know i have no idea but um but but i do i do think he i do think he is underrated in terms of his actual play because his actual play is, is pretty stellar and has been for, you know, the past, what, seven seasons. Yeah. I mean, that guy makes durable too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's he, he takes the field all the time. So there's something to be said about that as well. All right. So the Niners have represented, I think fairly so far through, Mm -hmm. through this poll. Here's where in the last category wide receiver, might have some differences of opinion. Let's see. Number one, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Number two, Devontae Adams. Although can't wait to see mm-hmm. what he does with Brian Hoyer and Jimmy Garoppolo this year. Um, <laughs> Jamar Chase comes <laughs> in at three. Tyree Kill at four. Cooper Cup at five. Mm, I don't know. I think my man might be better than that. Uh, number six is Stefan Diggs. Number seven, A.J. Brown. Number eight, D.K. Metcalf. Number nine, Terry McLaurin. Is Terry McLaurin is is absolutely uh, floundering in uh, Washington. Yeah, in Washington, not yeah. not. I don't mean like he's not playing well. I mean like he is being wasted in Washington right now. He's incredible. CD Lamb comes in at ten. 
So the top 10 is gone through with no 49ers, but the first honorable mention is Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. Other honorable mentions are Mike Evans, T. Higgins, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddell, Devontae Smith. Others receiving votes. Let's see if Brandon Ayuk is here. Amonra State Brown, Chris Olave, mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley, Amari Cooper, Tyler Lockett, Keenan Allen, DJ Moore, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Williams, Chris Godwin. No respect for Brandon Ayuk here. No. And Debo Samuel. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley's on that list. He didn't even play last year because he was suspended. Yeah. Like, what are we that, doing? That is, yeah. What What are we doing? Like, how yeah. How who voted for us? Somebody voted. Yeah. Somehow. It's, it it you was. Know, you know who it was? You know who it was? It was. Uh, it was our friend down in Jacksonville. Because <laughs> he's the that? one that traded for him. Uh, Balky. Oh yeah, Trent Balky. You think yeah, he was the one? Yeah. Yeah. Got to make that trade look good. You, you know, exactly. looking at this, I didn't expect Debo to be in the top 10 this year because we talked about it. Especially Debo did not year. have yeah. a great, or last year, because Debo did not have a great season last year. Mm-hmm. 56 catches, 632 yards, only two touchdowns, mm-hmm. only um, for his his rushing line. No, I have to find it. I lost it here. Um, also did not do rushing what he did two years ago. 42 carries, 232 yards, only three touchdowns. The previous season, he had 14 total touchdowns. He had 1,405 receiving yards and 77 receptions. By his own admission, he did not have a good season. Mm -hmm. And he was banged up when he he was on the field. He really only had one or two games where he looked the way he did last year. And Brandon Ayuk is an ascending player. He is an ascending player at 1,000 yards last year. And I'm surprised, looking at some of the guys who were on there that got votes, I'm surprised he didn't get one vote. I think this is the year, I keep saying it, where he steps up into that next level. If he gets enough opportunities, I think he will. Where you're talking about Ayuk, I don't know if he's going to be a top ten guy in something like this, but maybe at least getting votes or honorable. I, you know, I I think I I genuinely believe that the 49ers have two top twenty five wide receivers on this roster, which is 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 pretty impressive to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, considering that there are thirty two teams in the NFL, um, I, I genuinely believe that they do have two top twenty five wide receivers. Um, I do think that Ayuk is criminally underrated. Um, and I think it's because Debo gets all of the, uh, you know, kind of all the attention, uh, especially after his 2021 season, but I, I'm not, I'm, I have a couple, I don't think DK Metcalf is a top 10 wide receiver. I think DK Metcalf is a kind of a one trick pony. Is he good at it? Absolutely. I'm not, and I'm not taking that away from him, but, um, there are there are wide receivers that they ranked lower than him that I would take on my team before I took DK Metcalf. So um, yeah. I, I think he's ranked too high. Um, I think CD Lamb may be ranked a little too high, um, but uh, I'm, uh, other than that, hard to argue that top ten. Um, I do think those are the probably eight of the ten best wide receivers uh, in the mm-hmm. NFL. Um, and then in terms of order. Again, you could quibble. You think that Cooper Cup should be higher? Um, you I, know, I think I think Cooper Cup's issue is a little bit is durability. Um, but I mean, he's listed a, a ahead of Stefan Diggs, which I think is is an impressive feat because Stefan Diggs mm-hmm. has been incredible in Buffalo. So, um, but hard to argue. Justin Jefferson one. Um, I might I might go Jamar Chase two, but. Um, but yeah, it's uh, there's there's a lot of wide receiving talent in the NFL right now.